The Bike Riders is the motion picture event roaring into theaters June 21st. I built this club out of nothing. Inspired by true events, USA Today hails The Bike Riders as a must-see summer movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. Starring Jodie Comer. The club is changing. Austin Butler. Is that who we are now? And Tom Hardy. This is our family. Outsiders become legends. <laughs> the Bike Riders. Rated R. Under 17, not admitted without parent. Written and directed by Jeff Nichols. Only in theaters June 21st. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Shutdown Fullcast. You are listening to the internet's only college football podcast. I am Spencer Hall this week. I am joined by Jason Kirk. Hello. And Holly Anderson. Thank you, Holly. I wanted to get off to this start that SEC Media Days this year is in Nashville, Tennessee. Um, not familiar. Not familiar. I Pretty can, small town. I can introduce you since I grew up shortly outside Nashville in Franklin, Tennessee, which is where everyone from Nashville who makes terrible country music goes to buy a farm and set off their own fireworks on July 4th. Um, What can you expect from an SEC Media Days in Nashville, Tennessee? Uh, We're going to get a lot of people going to terrible bars on Lower Broad on Instagram. You're going to get a lot of that. You're going to get um, a lot of the same questions that you get at Hoover, Alabama, but at a slightly markup price. Because remember, the only reason SEC Media Days was in Hoover was because the city of Hoover charged them a dollar, a dollar, one dollar. Yes, one dollar to hold it there. So is this an infinitely more expensive endeavor for the SEC this year? Yes, because it costs more than one dollar. But I did want to get to my favorite thing I have heard thus far which is out of Jimbo Fisher's appearance. Jimbo Fisher's appearance was going to be my favorite from the start because it has the highest salary with the worst record. Therefore, we were going to get the best quotes. Uh, This from Brett McMurphy. Texas A&M's Jimbo Fisher wouldn't answer if OC Bobby Petrino will call plays. I'm not going to get into that. Bobby was hired for a reason. faster. Tremendous guy. Tremendous football mind. Hopefully he'll call the game and have suggestions. I want you to just put how confused this already is in Jimbo's mind that in the last sentence, he said, hopefully he'll call the game 
and he'll have suggestions. Yeah. Hopefully he'll have suggestions about my playbook that is famously the size of a goddamn cheesecake factory menu. It's amazing. Bobby has I actually okay. Here's one here's one for the old heads. I remember Bobby back in his first stint in Arkansas days as being famously one of the most and this is a this is a superpower of his. I say this with respect, as one of the most relentlessly aggressively boring speakers at media days you know he would get up on the podium and just we didn't have the reference point then of the energy vampire from what we do in the shadows but it's like listening to a box fan Mm -hmm. kind of maybe with a little little hints of charlie brown's teacher coming through it's like like he has he has this incredible gift of just extruding pablum from his mouth Mm-hmm. And I had not yet thought about what that would be like in combination with Jimbo's talk so fast the stenographer's hands fall off, like rapid fire. Like, how do they communicate on a very on a very literal level? How do these two have a conversation? Whiteboard. Whiteboard. Mm-hmm. That's it. They have to have a whiteboard between them. Otherwise, the words just go at different speeds and they can't. I hadn't thought about this. There are not. I don't think there are two more. I don't think there are two more different stylistic speakers that have come through this league in my professional life mm. I can't i'm not convinced somebody... they ever have had a conversation that's true that's fair like granted they have the same employer and they have uh their jobs are in proximity and they work at the same building um but i mean it, it, it you know the, the the story that is being told by the circumstances i'm not claiming any inside reporting here but just Based on eyeballing things, sure looks like Jimbo was told you need to bring in someone to quote run your offense, uh, and I think the mask is starting to slip. <laughs> this, is, this cracks <laughs> me up because if I'm Jimbo, uh, I'm like, or what? Right, I, I like I don't know. We'll stop paying recruits, and then you'll be even yes. more miserable. I want to note. Um, so you can't have an SEC media days without the proper uh, accoutrements and accommodations. Mm-hmm. Um, Dan Mullen famously. Uh, christened a tradition a few years ago at SEC Media Days when he was spotted enjoying Sparrow Pizza. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I just checked himself. and the nearest, yes, Sparrow Pizza at the Hoover Mall by himself. Uh, the nearest Sparrow to the current venue, the Grand Hyatt Nashville, is a half mile away. It is on the river, a Riverside Sparrow. So what is that a front for? A Riverside Sparrow? Yeah. Um, I'm going to blow your minds and suggest that it is a cover for a Riverside Sparrow. Not the same one, but the Sparrow inside the Sparrow. That's because, inside a mattress firm. Yes, that's Got inside it. a mattress firm. That is the nested dolls of American fraud capitalism wow. all in one. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Um, this year, I am mostly looking forward to um, everyone talking about what an argument they're having on offense when in truth, like as SEC StatCat was fond of pointing out um, for years, Bobby Petrino just runs the same shit. It's the same. It's not all that. It's all in the timing. They run flood levels and inside zone. Hello, football dorks. You're nodding along. They run flood levels and inside zone. That's all they're going to do. It's like 60 to 70% of the same playbook. They're just going to run it in different order. And without Jimbo having to call plays while holding. I don't know if you are familiar What's he do with his arms. That's the thing. Usually Jimbo Fisher has at least nine or 10 manila envelopes full of crap in his arms at all times. <laughs> like he constantly on the sidelines looks like an infomercial man overwhelmed. With he a basic like task. a Vera Bradley sponsorship in the worst way. <laughs> get, get the, get, get the, a spiral notebook, right? Get the, 
a, a, t- a nice European handbag. Get something to keep all of your crap in. Because Get an intern to carry it for you. I think you'd be shocked at how many people don't actually use any form of digital communication whatsoever in the coaching profession. No, not with this bunch, no. No. Like, if you said, hey, Jimbo, why don't you use an iPad? Seconds would pass by before he even began to ad- address what? any part. Yeah. Huh? Do, do what? Yeah. You'd get you know how filthy that there. thing would get? Oh. <laughs> Oh, I had the amount of that. touching, the <laughs> amount of sweaty, sweaty touching. Because like he's not mm. just going to look at it once, right? He's like rifling through lists and lists and sub lists and um, uh, uh, all sorts of uh, uh, breadcrumb navigation and and like uh, he's got his own internal wiki that he's constructed full of his bullshit plays cipher. that don't work. Yeah, yeah, he's got a whole fucking lore dump in there of his his garbage plays from the year 2013, and yeah, that iPad's going to be dirty. Yeah, Jimbo. And, and like both of these guys, man, like mm-hmm. if if you put these two together a decade ago, it'd be like, holy shit, they're going to score some points, right? Mm-hmm. When's Jimbo's last good offense? When's Bobby's last good offense? That's all I'm wondering. When's it's Bobby's been a while. Last- like it's easy to talk about these guys are geniuses, but like, okay, the quarterback whisperer, Jimbo Fisher, start that list. And depending on what you think the definition of, uh, thank you for bringing up quarterbacks, the, the, depending on what you think the definition of a uh, college football coach's job is, whether it's to prepare college football players to play in the NFL or whether it's just to win games, when has Jimbo been more famous for anything but getting his quarterbacks paid end of line? Dude, Which I was, like. I, I like from the John oh, Calipari perspective of like, I, it's great. Young men are making money. I love it. I hope they continue. Or when was the last time Bobby Petrino had a good offense without Lamar Jackson? That is to me... My favorite thing. When we give somebody when we give somebody fifteen dollars worth of credit off of a hundred dollars of talent in the other direction. Yeah, you had Lamar Jackson. Yeah, you did somewhat customize an offense by saying, mm, we'll have a QB run. I'd have a QB run too. That ain't brilliant. When you go, oh man, what a brilliant offense. I let Lamar Jackson run the ball. I gave him two or three options on how to do that. Yeah, that's what anybody in Madden or NCAA would do. You take the fast guy and you let him carry the ball. Dan Mullen did the same thing. And well, so it's about delegation. Yeah. <laughs> that's, hey, you know what I liked about him using that bomb? He set it off. That's really what we're talking about here. And this is Houston not talking about Ricky Davis. You know what I like about him? He's fast. fast. Yeah, he's fast. That's the thing you like about him. I think the Bobby Petrino's genius for me is having an NFL MVP on the roster and getting to play Syracuse. <laughs> yeah, that was that was pretty special. <laughs> I will also say this. Another bit of genius on Bobby Petrino's part was listening to Lamar Jackson's mother, i.e. not getting uh, his ass kicked by Lamar Jackson's mother at practice at practice when Lamar Jackson made an appearance on special teams returning punts, I believe. And Lamar Jackson's mama found out about it. And that was the end of him on special teams forever because she threatened to pull the plug on the entire Lamar Jackson operation at Louisville immediately when that happened. So really, while we're handing out bare minimum backpats, congratulations. You listened to a very angry mother who had been lied to. Who else is on that coaching staff? <laughs> I haven't looked at this in a little bit. Oh, <laughs> oh God. So, yeah, there's a, there's even worse names on here. I'm now recalling multiple of them. This is great shit. Why? Why? Well, who's on defense? Hmm. We got oh. DJ Dirk in there. Um, you also have Steve Adasio there. Mm-hmm. God, man, what a pleasant just. What a crew. I'm like, like an inner office personnel. Just can you imagine just like getting donuts for that bunch? Two words: Secret Santa. Secret Santa. Oh, God. Just a lot of I mayonnaise lot. jars full of farts. 
<laughs> I got you one too. Oh. <laughs> you know just what I like. You got me a Jason Aldean album. I got you a Jason Aldean album. Wow. Wow. That enough of a segue. Jason Aldean has albums. Uh he has a song. Thought he just had macroaggressions. Yeah. He's got a song about getting his guns taken, speaking of Nashville. So this is a country music man. Yes. Um, okay. He is, he's not a, he's, uh, what would you, bro? he is bro country. Oh, he's squarely in the, he's squarely in the jean truck shorts cutie, but notable here because he uh, was present at the Las Vegas shooting and uh, got gunnier. Yeah. Saw them <laughs> in action and said, yep, love so it. that's festive. Yeah. Yeah. And and what has he done? Uh, so he has a new song that's basically um, about how you shouldn't ever attempt to do anything wrong. It's called In a Small Town, called Try That in a Small Town, in case you don't get it. And Jason Aldean, who sucks. Let's just let's disclose editorial bias, bias here. Even for modern country, Jason Aldean sucks there, ass. There are dudes in my mentions with their Greek letters from Tennessee right now talking about... Um, how much this dude sucks yeah if you want to know how wide a suck wow. spectrum we're talking about here he is a uni- <laughs> he is a uniter yeah he's ass he's just a big old bag of hot ass and like i wouldn't even put him on the level of i mean he's uh, he's at a, a, a stride he strives for the gene truck shorts cutie quadrant but he doesn't have the charisma pull it off yeah um he's really saying something and when you're not handsome enough to sing love songs right and you're not bad enough to sing about being an outlaw. What you have to do is you have to sing very militantly about following the law. You have to be the in-law. Yeah. Uh, and he has Try That in a Small Town, which is basically a... Fucking doofus. Yeah. Which is basically try, a... Try what? Try, try what, what, am I, what am I being... Am I being dared to try Jason, something? That's a great question. A list of things that you are not to try in a small town. Uh, you are not to sucker punch somebody on the sidewalk, which is something I, as a big city person, love doing. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> These are a list of things I love doing. Okay. People from Iowa and Mississippi just don't understand. They're not. You're trying to tell me nobody in small towns just walks up and fucking hits somebody? Like that doesn't happen? They don't have the powerful cosmopolitan genius that a big city person uh-huh. has where you realize the greatest joys in life are carjacking an old lady at a red light. Not a young lady, not a man, right? Not not a, no. You have to carjack an old lady, okay, at a red light. Uh, you, pulling a gun on the owner of a liquor store, which has never happened in a small town, famously. So this is another thing he's saying is yeah. yeah these are all first specific, specific to big towns. This yes. is like you know this is like if one of those Twitter dudes who's like, what about Chicago? Uh, made something not really a song, but said some words with some music behind it. Yeah. Uh, there's more. Cuss out a cop. Definitely something that hasn't oh, happened Jesus. by name in a small town. <laughs> I went to high school with you, Daryl. I'm from Cop Cuss, Arkansas. I don't know what the hell you're talking about. Yeah, that's that's definitely not his. That's definitely not a tradition. I'm reporting music. in from Sheriff Ream, Oklahoma. <laughs> this guy. Uh, where's this guy from? Where's this character Macon. from? Great question. No. Macon, although he also oh, grew God. up outside of Miami. But of course, he didn't write this, which we'll get to. <laughs> he didn't write this, which I actually think makes worse. That's, but we'll that's, get to that's that. funnier that you had to go. It's show. worse that he didn't write this because he does not even have the power to elucidate his own shitty convictions. Yeah. I mean, it uh, feels like um, Matt Walsh's mentions wrote this. Yeah. 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 Uh, they have more. 
other things you're not to try in a small town stomp on the flag and light it up you know what that we do that every day that's just like wake up stomp on a flag i love it you know how expensive that would be if you did that every day? That's like twenty nine ninety nine. No, you could buy them in plastic. bulk. That's not a problem. Yeah, but your, those flags are nylon mostly. They could get not your lungs. No, thank you. Yeah, no, no, no. That's Let me see. Do. Let me see. Let me see. Thirty American, thirty American <laughs> how much, flags. How much is this? Like, I'm gonna think click about it. Shopping. Oh, hey, while <laughs> hang on, while Jason is doing this, I now that we're deep enough into the show that we're maybe Ryan stopped listening. Uh, I have I have a goof and stopped. I wanted to do it to Ryan. That's your, your that's a fair point. I wanted to do it to Ryan or Godfrey, but they both have multiple child households now, and it just feels too mean to inflict further chaos on either of them. But I've discovered for reasons that do not matter that you can buy a five gallon tub of Reese's peanut butter sauce, not Reese's peanut butter, Reese's peanut butter sauce on Amazon. And just have it mailed anywhere you want. Who should I send this to? You're calling that a goof and not a great present? Jeremy, guest producer Jeremy has a great point here. Who should I bless? As you can tell, guest producer Jeremy went to UCF. Go Knights. Charge on. He gets the show. You can tell. Yes, you can tell the the added the added innovation that we have today mm-hmm. is the spirit of space <laughs> conveyed by the presence of a citronaut. Space age technology. Space <laughs> you, baby. No, we're, Jeremy's on the side of the angels because he's pro-citronaut. So let it be known that he's under our protection. I, I will forever am, be actually, pro-citronaut. Yeah, I am envious that he has the coolest mascot of anyone on this show. Yeah. Like, citronaut is a god. Anyway, Jason, did you find the flags? So uh, the very the very cheapest option here for 30 flags would be $19. Uh, granted, these are mini flags, but they still count. They're, we're still stomping them. It's still deeply offensive to small town USA. So um, comes with an abortion. We, <laughs> free abortion. Uh, if you want a larger flag, you know, you can find them for a few dollars each. If you want a big flag, yeah, that'll probably get pretty expensive. Maybe we just print them. Can we just print flags every day? I, I mean, we're going to be going through a lot of them. Hey, I wrote a song. I want a big flag. <laughs> there, that's it. That's the first line of my kid rock chorus. I want to share with you one more verse from this because the chorus is like, try that in a small town. Come here. We'll pull your pants down. We'll spank you. We won't like it. We definitely won't like it or enjoy it. <laughs> um, So happy right now. That's not the lyric. The lyric right. I wanted to share with you was, uh, got a gun that my granddad gave me. They say one day they're going to round up. Well, that ship might fly in the city. I'm going to pause you here. I'm going to uh, pause. Round okay. up who? <laughs> who? Wait. First of all, <laughs> the idea of trying to round up guns in any metropolitan city within oh, 300 oh, miles it. of me. <laughs> sure. Well, I'm sure. back to my artificial intelligence songwriter. Yeah. Let's go. Let's go back to this. <laughs> Found, We're gonna fact, write a better song. Fact check. Not plausible. We're gonna write a better not, song. Not plausible. Uh, so according to the scenario described here, mm-hmm. it would be easier to confiscate eighty-year-old guns in whatever small town he's imagining, mm-hmm. his grandfather's gun, right? Than it would be to confiscate guns in Atlanta. That's that's the that's the dichotomy he's describing. Right? They, they round up guns all the time. Sure. Okay. All right. Have you been here on New Year's? I have an AI generated song for Jason Aldean, and I think it's better than the one we've been going. You ready? Mm-hmm. All right. Verse one <clears throat> Guns will let you in with an open invitation. Love will blind you eventually. Blind, then it kills you. 
You got to wow. leave that live long night on. You got to leave that small town too. Pre-chorus. Being that gun gives so much, he takes for what gun gives. <laughs> Blowing up in the veins of an aching, craving man. Chorus. You lost your love in a small town. You lost your love in a small town. Then I heard a lonely little thing addicted to a cloud above. That's beautiful. That's way better in this song. Oh, wait. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Okay, wow. I have to do the second verse. I have to do the second verse because I just saw it. Going to take some time for her to figure out. Got to get back to paradise and leave this old town here. Yeah, I took a call from my best friend. Gun said, you got a really good life. Damn. Thank you. These lyrics do not exist.com. My favorite AI song generator website. This feels like the, 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 um, the, the, what's his name? This country man. Sorry. Jason. Jason <laughs> Unfortunately, Aldi. his name is right, Jason. Okay, yes. which we're going to have to call him something else. I've, yeah. I've heard Jason of that one. Here. Our Jason was here first. Yeah. He, I hope I'm not older than anyone with these opinions. Mm. <laughs> his song feels like it's, you know, it's, it's very clearly about one thing, right? Racism. Mm. Uh, this, yes. this song that the computer has given us is, is it about guns? Is it about love? Is it about drugs? Is it about, you know, like there, there, this is a rich, rich text with lots of subtext to He's it. So 46. the computer has, oh, thank goodness. Thank goodness. I, <laughs> I'm so glad to hear he's older than me. Oh, wow. Oh, also, apparently he's a huge pussy. He ended his concert yesterday due to heat exhaustion. <laughs> in a small town, we'd keep playing our dumbass oh. little songs no, no matter how hot where, it is. Guess where? Guess what state it was in? Guess what state it was in? Hmm. Guess. Maine. Connecticut. Oh, I... What the fuck? <gasps> Wearing a Dale Earnhardt shirt. How fucking dare you? Soft. You know what? How the intimidator. The intimidator heated his chest up from the beyond. That's more like Jason Half Dean. Mm. Yeah, Jason Small Dean. Yes, Jason me. All Steam. Jason, he's been all steamed. <laughs> um. The, so, one more thing about this. Well, two more things actually. And then I got one more thing. So three more things about this. Okay. So, you, um, I'll try to come up with one by then. So then we'll have five. <laughs> All right. the The best is that the best is that this was written by a team of songwriters. So four people had to put their <laughs> their minds together to come up with this. They so Sean actually Hannity, had because they will write anything you want to hear. That's it. This is the history of Nashville songwriting for the most part. It's just this giant garbage mill that produces like eighty percent shit. And it's 80% shit done by an algorithm that's constantly changing. If the circumstances were somewhat different, this song would be saying things like, yes, behead a landlord. Beheading a landlord's good. In small towns, we absolutely behead landlords. That's what, that's in another circumstance, these same songwriters have been doing the same thing because it's a bunch of people who went to like, you know, Belmont and and went to the music management program there and they just read this like series of search terms and they just write the song. That's it. It's just like Golden Corral Netflix for the mind. That's all it is. And I maintain this makes it worse because this is when, when you think about modern day Nazis, you think about people actively sporting the stars and bars and, uh, you know, running around in their I don't know what these people wear anymore. Uh, I was going to say Confederate flag bikinis, but that's just Myrtle Beach. They don't mean no harm, <laughs> mm -hmm. but they're not they're not there. They're, they look just like you and they're at Starbucks. And their vote counts exactly the same as yours. Sleep tight. Yeah. Also, the video for this is in front of the Murray County Courthouse. Hey, what's that famous for? Um, that that's famous uh, for Jesus a lynching, uh, an attempted lynching. Uh, one one actual, well, at least one actual that's famous, and one attempted lynching of a guy named. Hang on, checking my notes. Thurgood Marshall. Yeah. Um. Uh, was was uh had a lynching attempt on his life there. Yeah. Anyway, that's that's where uh, that's where Jason Aldean filmed this video, which like 
Well, you know, I don't think you have to be necessarily one thing or other as a country singer. I just would point out <laughs> no, the, the Murray County Courthouse, you're one thing. It's just funny to me, too, that that the double layering of this, which is, yes, I want to perform in front of the courthouse. Famous friend of the country music fan and singer, the courthouse, right? That's Waylon Jennings would slap the shit out of this man. <laughs> Can you imagine? I wish Billy Joe Shaver was here right now. Where do you want it? Right. To ask him, to ask him where he wants it. <laughs> yeah, that's my favorite thing. I'm going to stand in front of the courthouse where everything's always going right for me. And this that's, is this that's... is actually the last thing that I wanted to get to. And Ashton Pittman put it very beautifully yesterday. Um, don't don't let don't let this dumb this dumb dumb man define country. Just don't. And he invokes he invokes on the other side. Uh, Garth Brooks, Reba McIntyre, Loretta Lynn, Mickey Guyton. There's there's plenty of examples on the other side. Uh, I will never tire of reminding people that Martina McBride charted in Nashville with a song that made fun of the ladies' auxiliary. In the 21st century, she did that. That happened. Yeah, and I, you know what? Like, like if you got to draw a line here, I don't even need you to be political. Just, just don't be this asshole. And in addition to that, don't stick to songs. Yeah, like at least have <laughs> at least have the, the strength of your convictions to uh, to hate everything. Don't be don't like don't be the country singer who's like you know what's good law and order. That's fundamentally yeah. That's just that's just fun to that's anti, that's antithetical to everything. You know what I love this, getting my moonshine party busted up on a Saturday night. That's it. Like even um, I, th- there's a pair of words that don't make any sense to me, but people say them, and I guess we sort of know what I mean. Even politics aside, um, I don't get how you can be this uncool to be like uh, I, uh, cops are awesome. I love cops. Like I, I, whenever anyone has tried to sell me on country music, they try to tell me it's punk rock. They try to tell me how anti-authority it is. Right. And all this. And I get it. There is a long lineage of that. How, how can you I, presumably be raised on that and end up this big of a cop? I don't I, I, like, dork. how does that feel cool? Just the most enormous dork. And if you're going to be that level of dork and also a cop, maybe write it yourself. Like maybe if you're going to throw those words out there, at least write it yourself. Like it's it's as bad as it gets in general. I think you should at least write what he actually means. Like, don't be chicken shit. Say Come it out. You, say, say, hey, listen. Say it with your, say it with your chest. inconsiderable chest. Yeah. <laughs> here, here in a small town, we say it with our old heat stroke chest. We can't handle, can't handle Connecticut Can I heat. kiss you a Capri Sun, Jason? Yeah. Sorry, Just, not you. The other one. Ugh, we got to call him something else. I, I yeah. would, what are we going to name this other one? Mr. Small Jake. Mr. Small Mr. Mr. Country? Country guy? Mr. Law Law Jeans. Mr. Law Jeans. Court man? Yeah, yeah, court, yeah courthouse hugger. Cop Jason song? Alden. Yeah, cop song. Court, Just, hum, court humper? <laughs> yes. <laughs> court humper. Go ahead. Do that. Don't you love Don't you love paying taxes so you can have cops? That to me, that's the best part. Just take that step further. Be like, hey, man, we that love law and like order in small town. AI song. What else we love doing? Paying taxes for them, right, guys? Regulations. Yeah, that's right. I want somebody to tell me the rules. That makes me hard. Ordinances. Yeah. I hate that the crypto craze didn't stick around long enough to really break into music so we can get a song that eventually works itself into arguing for the invention of the Fed. <laughs> See, the... <laughs> I wish it stuck around just a little bit longer. This is see, this is why I love I love relatively country innovations like the Carolina Squat, because it reorients this fan base in a manner that puts them in their proper established relationship with authority. Right? You're gonna take away my truck? Liberals wanna take away my truck. No, 
the cop you went to high school with has to take away your truck because you did something stupid to it. And you think it's your right to do something stupid to your truck. And I I don't really agree with that one because it's deeply unsafe. But Some, I might. Depends. <laughs> do you know how many videos of Carolina squats <laughs> and the wheels coming off are on TikTok right now? Like, if you don't do that right, the wheels will fly off of I your truck. I think probably explain to some of our uh non-millennial readers what you're talking about carolina squats the stupidest thing you could do to a truck it's just hilariously dumb you take the truck and you jack up the front so that you you raise the front of it and then you squat the rear so it literally looks like a dog baying heading down the road like oh like you're at the top of the roller coaster Mm -hmm. like you're at the top all the time that's how (laughs) you drive (laughs) you're gonna get a cramp you get yeah it's just it's it looks like a it looks like you've turned your truck into a lady dog peeing all the time. That's mm-hmm. what it looks like headed down mm-hmm. the road. And there's all these like videos of like, hey, cop pulled me over from my squat. Yeah. <laughs> cop pulled you off before your axle snapped. I'm sorry, I thought this was America. Well it is. It is. So how long until the reverse is the trend? Raising the, raising the back. Ooh. Like like your <laughs> I'm pouring it downhill because like, I'm always coming. Like your car is in heat, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Goodness gracious. Well, well, let's see. If that if if this arrangement where the front is higher than the back is called the Carolina squat, then what is the reverse? <laughs> that's that's a, that's the um, Mississippi hunch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Upsetting. I got my car sippy hunched. Upsetting. <laughs> Cop pulled me over for hunching too hard. <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry if I wanted to look like my car tearing ass all the time. Down here in a small town, <laughs> said, said my truck can't be a bottom. <laughs> I'm sorry. I thought you guys believed in freedom. Sorry, I thought this was ancient Greece. <laughs> Just looking like your truck is aggressively braking at speed. Yeah, yeah. Like, imagine how the the intensity, the drama of driving that thing, and then like you're constantly falling forward, right? Man, <laughs> it'd be your a thrill. Drinks sh- your drinks and shit are just falling all the time. <laughs> yeah, trying to eat a hamburger is a, a disaster. Drama. Your kid in the back what seat is, is the well is tumbling. In the- <laughs> <laughs> you have to get really tall drinks just so that you can. <laughs> but not filled up. You, you need some sort of a, like an oscillating pivoting cup holder that can fluctuate. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know. I got to get a gyroscope for my big gulp. That's the thing. I bet somebody who has an idea to do something this stupid is also mechanically smart enough to set up something where they could do that. It could be like, oh, man, that was easy. That's just a couple of gyroscopes and a level, and I did it, and it did automatically. You know, hell, like NASA. I could copyright this and sell it to NASA. But yet you did the stupid thing with your truck. Hell, yeah. (laughs) Hell, yes, I did. did. (laughs) You did it just to piss off a politician who has never heard of you. That's why you did it. it. You did it to piss off Nancy Pelosi. I got a fuck Joe Biden sticker on one side. And in my head, an amateur PhD in engineering. (laughs) Yes. The fuck Joe Biden sticker is above the truck nuts that are dangling from my my hoisted haunches. No, the fuck Joe Biden sticker is facing down because of the angle of the truck. Yes. You can't see it anyway. No one can even see it. God damn it. God damn it. We need to drive backwards now. When you can read it with like a little Doppler effect. Fire Joe Biden. Your headlights are pointing three feet in front of your car. <laughs> yeah, I love it. It's danger. I love driving at night with my hunched car banging into shit because I want to. <laughs> can't see a goddamn thing. <laughs> but we still got we still got color effects on the headlights. We still got the crystal blue. It looks great for, <laughs> yeah, for no. two feet. <laughs> I back the blue. No, you just have that. I rack. bottom the blue. Wait, you God just damn have that. 
<laughs> I bottom the blue has to be one of those like very conflicted moments in bumper sticker dumb, right? Like I bet I could get I bet I could pull it off in a salt life font. We should probably sell this. We should well, <laughs> feel like, well, hang on. That's, hang that's on. supporting the police. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna get Photoshop going. Y'all hang on a second. I think so. Once you have this set up and it's like, all right, shit, we're bumping into too much goddamn stuff. Then you need to have one of your one of your friends, one of your buddies, as they would be called, uh, standing in the bed of the truck with like <laughs> kind of fucking spotlight. So they're they're good. <laughs> now we can see where we're driving. So you're going right. all through through all this just to piss off Nancy Pelosi. This is multitasking though, because you can spotlight hung off the side of the road with that sucker if you put it on a pivot. Which yeah. again, with the amateur PhD in engineering that you have applied to your truck, could be done in a matter of hours. Yeah, and it's which is even better because this guy has never hunted, never, never actually. You ever thought about thought how close the salt life font is to the chiller font? What's it's the very, chiller font? Uh, the chiller font is that. Remember that spooky font that all the computers had when we were in like high school? Oh yes, does <laughs> that one spooky font? Salt life is weird. When you put them side by side, salt life's actually remarkably similar. Hmm. Are we, is it supposed to invoke ocean murders? Maybe salt death. Those are so big right now. Mm. Buddies, uh, buddies become salt in the ocean. I think right? that's true. Could that be. is true. Very true. Oh, hey, I've never I been do... clear on what salt life like is. It's I Just, like, went to shirts, it's... stickers. I thought it was. Well, we've talked about this before. I thought it was slut life for like a decade. And sure. I would see it every once in a while with like a protect Tennessee educators license plate. I'm like, man, good for you spreading sex positivity uh, in our state. And. Uh, it's just something you can buy at the beach to signify to everybody back home in your landlocked state that you went to the beach. I have two items yeah, to share that's, with that's you. That's all I've perceived of it. I that's just... abso- you're missing nothing. That's absolutely all it is. Okay. Salt Life began as a neck tattoo. What? Wait, really? Mm-hmm. It did. Are you? If you're fucking with me, I'm going to be so from mad. The New York Times, from the gray lady itself. Mm. Started as... Interesting the New York Times now? Yes started as a neck tattoo and by the way of course in my my theory is that whatever people are presenting is exactly the opposite of what they are um so in other words like the biggest buffett like the biggest parrot heads in the world like the most jimmy buffett fans in the world live in the least jimmy buffett place they live in like cincinnati right buffett lives in long island right Mm -hmm. um but that's like whatever you are. If you see somebody with a death before dishonor shirt on, I guarantee you that person um, is the opposite of that. They do not look like a Navy SEAL. They could not be a Navy SEAL. That is exactly like whatever people are presenting. What did I say we were going to type in this all life sticker? Um, oh, bottom for the blue. Thank you. Yeah. I bottom the blue. Yeah. I bottom the blue. But whatever you're presenting is the opposite, which. I have more support with this because Nassau County, New York has the highest concentration of people searching for salt life in the United States consistently. This is, it it began as a tattoo. It became a lifestyle brand. Um, But this is not the point that I wanted to make. I wanted to take this and say that original salt life co-founder, Michael Hutto uh, was convicted of manslaughter uh, in 2023 he was sentenced to 12 years in prison that's recent yeah he was playing as if they were shooting with a finger and a gun with an 18 year old woman but then he pointed a gun at her and it fired it fired huh i love man i love passive voice yes and uh then was sentenced to 12 years for manslaughter for uh i guess what doesn't sound like accidentally shooting somebody but yeah that's when you see salt life just 
bookmark that in your head. That's one of the founders. Here on a small beach. Mm-hmm. I'm going to mess around a little with this, but I'm texting this to y'all right now. The initial. Seriously. thing. Let me see how it looks. The letters need some stretching. It's not actually. Uh, it's not actually the Salt Life font. Good. That means we're. <laughs> means we're legally clear. Oh yeah, that looks mm-hmm. great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That'll be a hit. My heart is red. My bottom is blue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My asshole is purple for Uncle Sam. That's our college football show. Did I kill everyone? For a second, yes. Okay. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I don't know. What do you guys want to talk about? I'm uh, just looking at the Countryman's Wiki page. <laughs> oh, I know this guy. My kind of party. I've heard oh, that Oh, it's song. that guy? I guess. Oh. My kind of party is... Uh, hmm. <laughs> yeah, le- legally within the... Um, approved by cops is my kind of party. This is a guy who, uh, the one time I went to Nashville, I went to go see a country music museum there, and in the display for Jason Aldean, uh, had his high school baseball uniform in it. So that's the type of overachiever we're talking about. The other thing I did want to discuss, the other person who spoke at SEC Media Days, and I think very much against plan, actually said- Great transition. Yeah, I know. Um, (laughs) The one who accidentally said something he didn't want to say, which was something marginally interesting, uh, which was Kirby Smart. Kirby Smart never wants to say anything interesting because that only leads to trouble at SEC Media Days. Um, he did say something marginally interesting, which is when somebody uh, asked him if about the perception that the Bulldogs have a cupcake schedule. The perception? It wasn't me. It wasn't me, Coach. Mm-hmm. I would never besmirch the Bulldogs. I would never say that about you, Coach Kirby Smart of the University of Georgia. Got to refer to him as the whole title. Since you know you went back to back, suddenly we suddenly we treat you as if you're a member of the oh, military. Cupcakes. Um, he said, "Come play it," in referring to the cupcake schedule. If you're not familiar offhand with what that schedule is, they open with UT Martin at home. The Scott Skylarks. Respect the Skyhawks. Skyhawks. Yes, the Skyhawks. Pat wow. Summit's alma mater. Surely they're going to ramp is she, up. Is she suiting up, though? Because I don't, I don't I think they'll hope. be at full strength. I would hope so. She would have been a head crack in safety. My God. God damn. Yeah. Would want no part of Pat Summit Mm-mm. coming over the middle out of a cover. Her, her, a especially with that build, you know, she's got like she had like a shorter torso. Oh. So her center of gravity is going to be at like your sternum. Yeah. Oh, yes. no, thank you. She took down a full grown raccoon. Yeah. And that raccoon Lest died. we fucking forget. That raccoon died. Yeah. Yeah. She saw the light go out from its eyes. Oh. Uh, week we two, miss you, Ma. Week two for Georgia. Uh, Ball State. South Carolina finally. We get a, an actual conference. real bad. We get an actual conference game. South Carolina in week three comes to Sanford Stadium. Then we continue the challenging slate with UAB. I mean, respect to UAB, but... Mm. You know, and that's at Sanford, by the way. So that's that's a nice little, you know, four straight to start the year at Sanford before the journey to first year Auburn, a retooled Auburn at Auburn. And then they get 
Kentucky at Sanford. <laughs> yeah, no, they get them at home. At home. Uh, they get Vandy in Nashville. You don't just walk in to Vanderbilt Stadium and come out with a win. Kind of waltz out with a win. Most yeah, of the you, time. Can, you can kind of slide out. Yeah. And by the way, th- this has gotten us to Florida. We splashed out last time. Yeah. Florida on the 28th. Then Missouri back at home. Old Miss at home. How many home games do they have? <laughs> My God. I mean, counting Jacksonville, yeah. Yeah, counting Jacksonville. They get Old Miss at home. They get ten. They have to go to Tennessee, so they have to go to. <laughs> okay, so one hard game. All right, we're up. To, we're up. To, we're up to one actual one, challenge, or at least okay. one weird game. One yeah. actual challenge, and then they get another home game by playing Georgia Tech in Atlanta. Yeah, so that's three home games. Um, one of which they'll be favored by fewer than ten points. Yeah, that's Maybe. like this is this is as close to a nine home game schedule as you could really like put together. Yeah, but playing at home at Georgia is real hard because they're always so sleepy for the first half. Maybe that's what he means. You ever think about that? So full, so so much Zaxby. So I feel like the thing here is um, he's telling you know this is this this is a message of his telling his players like listen I know we're playing a bunch of teams that are nowhere near as good as us so we should actually try hard. Um, but like, damn, man, <laughs> uh, in, in FPI strength, the schedule, they are one spot above Western Kentucky in terms of scheduling. And I know they tried to schedule tougher than this. I know they had Oklahoma and whatever. I know it's, it's not their fault. And I don't even fucking care. Cause like it, you, you play who you play, you know, like this, this is the same argument. We, uh, we have UCF on the line that we, we should be, um, they should keep the same, same energy, no matter which team has an easy schedule. Um, and how you play against it is who you are. Um, but like you don't gotta lie about it. You don't gotta say it's. You don't gotta say Georgia has a hard schedule. You you don't. It's okay. It's it, do you, it, know what I you don't have a started... hard schedule, so look like the best team against a bad schedule. Sorry, go ahead. No, I was just saying. Do you know what I think he's trying to do? Like looking at the way he's phrasing this, I think he's trying to do the Saban poor mouthing thing, but he's just kind of bad at it, and he hasn't had the practice yet. You know, and he he has not developed the calluses over his soul that allow him to say UT Martin's a hell of a football team. Yeah, I feel like he he is pretty consistent about the um, SEC hard schedule branding notion. Mm-hmm. Um, and there are certainly teams for who that's accurate. Uh, that'll probably uh, again be Georgia once uh, the East Division finally goes away. But um, yeah, he, that is one of his things that he always goes back to, you know, like it's mm. so hard to win week in and week out in this league as if, you know, it would be uh, easier, harder. It would be easier to face Vanderbilt if they didn't have an SEC patch on their jersey, you know. Yeah. Um, and I remember the first time I noticed him always going back to this well was <laughs> that year they struggled with Missouri for a time, <laughs> which who gives a <laughs> shit? They won the national title that year. But yeah. it, uh, but I remember it is a I thing he goes back to. I bringing up the first half of that game. I remember I brought up the first half of that game like four times for the rest of the year because it was actually it was actually a really strong demonstration of how far Georgia was ahead talent wise because like Missouri kind of had that was when like Missouri was down to like their third string quarterback or something yeah. right they had like they had a guy who was like a freshman and third on the roster and for for a couple of reasons was just a guy that Georgia didn't have tape on and you could kind of see it so that Mizzou got, could be a little squirrely with them in the first half and Georgia was having to chase them all over the field but they're like the takeaway that I had from that game was that Georgia's talent differential was so huge that it kind of didn't matter that they had no idea where the ball was going on any snap because they could just chase Mizzou down wherever they ended up being mm-hmm. because they had, you know, Nicobe Dean who could teleport. 
there are teams that have had very good ideas against Georgia. Kent State, when they played Kent State, Kent State called some beautiful plays. They called. That's absolutely what you should do. Yeah, yeah. They, they it had, doesn't mean you're going to win, but they did. They did what you should do. They had great ideas. They very much, they very much uh, had beautiful thoughts that were obliterated by brute force and speed. Like, ooh, neat play. How about we have Nicobe Dean erase that for you? Done, done. Like, fascinating play. How about we have one of our five-star defensive linemen nuke it from orbit before it even starts? That's exactly what I would have called, and it doesn't matter. That's what you do with a schedule like this. I'd also put it this way. Anytime in life when you have the easy go, if you are somebody who inherited a lot of money, if you are somebody who is just effortlessly talented, handsome, and gifted, if you are somebody who has an easy slate of classes one semester, do you go around going, I don't know, man, it's an easy schedule. We'll just say, no, guess what you are? You won. You you won the, the be happy. You got an easy schedule. They're not always easy. They're not always this clear. Don't like nobody in the program is actually mourning this or is mad about it. Nobody. They're like quietly cool. We have a very manageable slate. We'll be injury free going into the games we really need to win. We can boil this down to a four game season, like a four game season. No coach in the world will say this out loud, but privately in their heads, they all know, man, we got to have like three or four bangers. At the end, we have another national title. So don't yeah. don't don't act like don't act like you're outraged about this. Don't act like it's tough. I know that's what you have to do for the players, right? But you're good enough to smoke seven or eight slots on the schedule with relative ease. Yeah, we could say you need five of such games, right? You need these two playoff games, conference title game, Tennessee, and then there will be one random be bullshit. One- There'll be one that, asshole game. There'll be one game where you turn yeah. the ball over four times or something. That'll South Carolina, game. Auburn, Kentucky, or Florida, mm-hmm. or oh, fuck, Missouri it'll again. South, it'll be South Carolina. Or Ole Miss. I, honestly, almost all of your SEC opponents Ooh. are the kind of team that they could fuck around for three quarters, right? Um, I love the amount of ankle biters we're developing in this league. Yeah, it's quite a mid-card you have here. It's just, you, what are you mm-hmm. doing in the mid-card, George? <laughs> Yeah, like Auburn really does have the like bag full of rats challenge when you play them, right? Like, oh yeah, what do you got? Bag full of rats! Just dump them and everybody scurries and everything gets confusing for a while. And then you buckle down, run the ball for a quarter and a half and suddenly you're up 10 points, you know? And you smother them. But like the two quarters and a half before that could be fairly traumatic if you're not prepared for it. Fairly obnoxious. Yeah. Yeah. It's a challenge because a lot of the things they're going to seek to do, they won't have film on. It'll be a challenge. It'll be a surprise. It'll be something that they're not ready for, which remember, nothing will make Kirby matter than that. If you're like, well, we couldn't study it. I couldn't analyze it. (laughs) I just had a bunch of bullshit. (laughs) I had to figure it out at the time. That's fucked up. (laughs) He's going to be so mad. He's going to have to use Will Muschamp as his anger battery, as his flash drive (laughs) to put that anger on, right? Will, get mad at this for me. I hate nerds. Yeah, what he said. Yeah. I, um, (laughs) Speaking of Hugh Freeze bullshit, I um, mm. the the other night um, Spencer and I played a game of NCAA fourteen, mm-hmm. a game that came out uh, roughly a decade ago. Um, we competed in a uh, a festive egg bowl. Um, Spencer defeated me by multiple touchdowns. I forget how many. It was thirty five. Uh, it, it was thirty five fourteen. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It was it was a rough day through the air for uh, for Doctor Bo Wallace, um, but I bring that up. 
uh, first of all, to confess my for- poor f- performance, but secondly, because the thought occurred to me that when NCAA 24 drops next year, we're so close, we're so close to being back, um, the custom playbook that is going to be the coolest, the funnest, the um, the one you're going to want to use, it's going to be Liberties. Yeah. Jamie Chadwell coming over from oh, Coastal. Oh, no. That's going to be the one with all the coolest bullshit in it. Liberties oh. playbook. I countered with if, if if you're averse to playing Liberty, which you should be. Not um, playing as Liberty, but using their playbook. <laughs> How much can you customize it? Because if you could customize Liberty, every player named after Satan. Just rename everybody on the roster. Ill birdie. Yeah. Um, Gay wide receiver. Yeah. <laughs> my starting my starting linebacker, godless liberal, number 69. On the offensive line, God. My quarterback, woke mind virus. Woke mind. (laughs) That's a sick quarterback name. That's amazing. My defensive coordinator is Jesse Waters' mom. Um, (laughs) uh, The other one, though, I countered with was Kansas. Kansas is going to have an awesome playbook because they do all kinds of like extremely cool option based play action Jalen Daniels nonsense. It's fantastic. Uh, that'll be the other really good one to play if you don't want to yeah. play Liberty Coach. Or you could opt for, you know, a modern air raid and uh, use Wisconsin's playbook. <laughs> I'm just going to laugh about <laughs> that. that until... Just like saying, <laughs> just like we all drew it up. It's been my favorite uh, storyline of the entire offseason is uh, just remembering that. <laughs> that Luke Fickle is bringing the, yeah, here's a sentence that's real in the year 2023. Luke Fickle is bringing the air raid to Wisconsin. <laughs> <laughs> Which is close to its ancestral homeland, its cultural hearth. It was conceived at Iowa Wesleyan, right? Like this mm-hmm. is this is where I was born. Which means They're Iowa all... needs to go every there we go. Yeah, that's that's the only only option. Kurt Ferentz comes out this year and is like, I'm not doing any work. I'm handing this all off to an air raid guy. Enjoy. Brian, wash my car. Um <laughs> that is it I, I was thinking, by the way, we were playing typically when we play like I think we both do exactly what you should do in video game sports, which is you should cosplay. You should always cosplay the athlete. You should always cosplay the coach, right? If you play 2K, for instance, I love playing as James Harden in 2K because I will play no defense whatsoever and I will just jack shots up all day long, right? I'm 100%. open. Oh, I'm yeah. open. I'm open. <laughs> I'll take so many shots that in the fourth, I am gassed, just useless, just like actual james harden in clutch time right and and zero regard for whether any of the shots are falling doesn't matter Mm -mm. the next one will the next one will right but the other night i i was mississippi state under dan mullen so consequently what did i do i ran the big person forward that's what i did i just ran the big person forward i think i passed the ball 15 times ran it something (laughs) like 45 eventually i told my i told my entire defense via the settings all 11 of you attack dak prescott that's all i want happening (laughs) if anything else happens i'll deal with it i need all of you hitting the guy who receives the snap that's your whole job and it to no avail (laughs) yeah this is this is absolutely what you should do if you play the chiefs in madden you have no excuse not to run the most exotic shit in that playbook you should 100% if you see if you see a nine wide receiver formation called octopus that they only ran twice legally in the year 1963 right in the the big sky conference you have to run yes. that okay even if it is a 15 yard penalty you have to run it that's pretty good video games should have illegal legal formations <laughs> just to really let you express yourself i'm I, this next snap is under protest 
I dare yeah, you to call it. <laughs> We've played this entire game with offside rules off. There's I that. Think, yeah. My defensive innovation is starting a linebacker immediately next to the quarterback, you know, just to keep an eye on him, just to keep it fair, ref. Oh, Which I was thinking. Can't... I was thinking your own linebacker as sort of a uh... <laughs> bodyguard, a... <laughs> not a blocker, but somebody who seeks to actively fight anyone who gets near them. Yeah, I'm allowed to hurt this guy, but you're not. That kind of thing. Are you allowed to stand there with a taser? Yeah, yeah, it's the fundamental part of our protection. In a small town, you are. Yeah. yeah. In a small, you try, you try sacking a quarterback in a small town. It happens all the time. What are you talking about? It happens, you, yeah, you, come you, on. You, you have three football teams there. <laughs> Maybe in a big town they could sack your quarterback. <laughs> Round here we can't because we play seven on seven because we don't have enough football players because nobody lives here. This is one of those things where the assumption, the assumption of like the assumption of fear and strangeness really overestimates the power and competence of the big cities. You know, like, hey, if you leave something valuable out there, somebody's going to steal it in five minutes. They're just going to take it. They're going to knock you out and take it. I'm like, people aren't paying attention at all. You leave all kind of out. Sure, maybe it'll get stolen. But but you're thinking people are really way too quick on the draw. Period. And not just looking at their phones. Folks, Spencer's easy to rob, as it turns out. Mad robbable. I call that generous. <laughs> He's got a soul. Translation. His wallet is sometimes half hanging out of his pocket, and you can just take it. It's just that easy. You know whose schedule is much harder than George's is uh, is Indiana. Is that fair? Does that really? seem fair to you? <laughs> Go on. <laughs> so not only do they have the East schedule, which includes Ohio State at Michigan, at Penn State, and so on and so forth. Um, from the West, they have to uh, they have to tangle with the air raid of Wisconsin. Plus, they have Louisville. For what that's worth. Indiana State, they could lose that game. That oh, sucks, God. man. <laughs> um, like one of the hottest seats in the country, and this is what he's staring down the barrel of. Uh, yeah, good luck. Good luck, man. It's, it's going to be a rough year for Coach Allen. Um, There's going to be a lot of shirtless dancing in those stands. There's nothing else going on. I love you. Finally Not saying outside. it to hold the team together, but because you're seconds before dying. You know, that's. Uh, we mentioned them in Georgia's schedule. Old Miss has the schedule from hell. Yes. <laughs> and Ab- Aww. Aww. <laughs> I mean, like, they got to play fucking Mercer, buddy. I hear Macon is uh, where all really tough guys are from. So <laughs> you try that. You try playing Mercer football in a small town. That's what we do. That's <laughs> literally where Mercer is. From a small town. I'm always mixing Mercer up with Oglethorpe, but I'm like, that's just where the expensive Publix is. What are you talking about? <laughs> I always think Mercer's in Brookhaven. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, they get Mercer to open. But then, week two, they go to Tulane. Horrible idea. That's a- I feel like we've broken down this schedule in the past, but it bears repeating. We're going to yeah, go repeating. through it. It's yeah. hot. <laughs> uh, we'll it's just- hot. That's turf. Don't go there. Yeah. Um, Georgia, Tech, Georgia Tech comes to town. And then then the beatings begin because the beatings begin when Georgia tech comes to town. What are you talking about? <laughs> they might begin the week before at technically, Tulane. Technically. Mm. Uh, yeah. And then at Bama LSU at home, Arkansas at home, they get, have to go to Auburn. They get a bit of a reprieve with Vandy. Then A&M comes to town. Then they have to go to Georgia. They, 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 they Calling they, the Chino's bowl a reprieve, huh? A little bit. I don't know that I know those khakis those khakis require blood 
Nobody. That's wears quite them. a khaki run. Auburn, Vandy, A and M, Georgia. Goodness. That is starched. Yeah, it's a lot of J. Crew. Uh, a lot of. I hope you all are wearing breathable drawers. Yeah. <laughs> then they get fun row, and then they, then there's the egg bowl, which that, that whole thing ending with the egg bowl again. We're just setting up for some bitter, stupid ending. <laughs> just bitter and stupid. Flying right up there. Me with I love this. I love this foolish act of live theater as much as any game in all of college football. And yet again, I'm looking at it going, yeah, that one's going to be pretty grim. Can't wait. So you got three top five opponents here. Bama, LSU, Georgia, two of them on the road. <laughs> Your rivalry game's on the road. It's going two, two lane for some goddamn reason. <laughs> This is awful. <laughs> Whose idea was this? <laughs> this is this is cool as hell. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking psychos, man. Yeah. What do you want to do? <laughs> I want to fight God. <laughs> Several times. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah, exactly. Yeah, I want a rematch. Okay. I'd like another rematch. <laughs> John Rice Plumley Wick. At, at his place. <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> you're going to Bama. Enjoy. Oh, that is that is so awesome! I absolutely love that. Apparently, what you know, you know, has like the number three toughest schedule. No, I disagree with it. I think it's easier than that. Florida, Florida has no, 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 no. You got to talk about how hard it is and how how much adversity you're facing against type this year. No, no, your Billy's got it figured out. A thing you really sat up and said the other day. Nope. I know we've gone through this schedule already on this show, but... Because it's still funny. It's, it's pretty hard. It's pretty bad. You're going to Utah, and then things get worse throughout. Ew. I it's, uh, you know what? If you got to... Let's just do it over there. That game is like a nuclear test. Just detonate it way over there. <laughs> Don't even go. Don't even... Why Why? Why go to that? Don't even go. Were there casualties? Be so tired. Who knows? Yeah, no. I'm, yeah, like, come on. Salt, salt. You're like it's like there are so few excuses to not go to that game, and Florida fans are going to take all of them. Like, oh no, that's a long flight. It's a hub. It's easy. Gonna wear a very large hat. (laughs) No, no, that's a long way to go. It'll be too hot. You're from Florida. It'll be too dry. Get some lotion. Like that's the air is too thin up there. I need an air thickener. Yeah. I, I need to coat my lungs with butter. I can only breathe air when it's the consistency of Cairo syrup. Get a gas mask and I soak, I soak the filters in some some Coke. Just <laughs> in there, some Coca Cola. Just filling filling your oh, N95 yeah. with Tahitian tree and just strapping it to your either, face like a feed bag. Either one's Gator compatible, Jason. We can we'll be fine. Yeah, that's what I was saying. I I, I didn't know which way you're going, but they both worked. How did you prepare for the Utah game and watching Florida lose by thirty? I breathed liquid cocaine. <laughs> And James Cameron div- served me with divorce papers. For yeah, it's wild. I made that helmet from the abyss, but instead it was liquid cocaine, and I just put my head in it. So the easiest schedule, uh, I don't believe we've discussed this part. Um, can I run through this list of opponents? Please do. <laughs> oh, I'd love it. Bowling Green, New Mexico State, Buffalo, FIU, Sam Houston, Jacksonville State, Mitsu, WKU, LaTeX, Old Dominion, UMass, and UTEP. That uh, Liberty, if you show up at nine and three or whatever at the end of the year, please don't tell me we need to think you did an awesome job. <laughs> that just means you participated. <laughs> you know what you you know what Jamie Chadwell's thinking right now? Awesome, awesome, <laughs> right? Good for good. For, no, no, not good for him. Fuck him at this point. But <laughs> I even think. For- the schedule is a UCF. <laughs> the UCF guy has logged on to safe play somebody. 
<laughs> hey, how you feeling about the uh, how you feeling about the the Big Twelve? How, how how's that? Uh, uh excited, excited, uh, slightly nervous because I I do think obviously it'll be an adjustment, uh, to say the least. I think Gus Malzahn is the best coach at convincing you he's a great coach. Uh, but I'm not sure hmm, that's that good. he is a great coach, and that concerns me. I think he's a really good like recruiter. And that's going to start to go in the right direction. We've already seen it, blah, blah, blah. But I don't, I'm someone who's already programmed myself not to give a shit about recruiting. So it's this weird, like, deprogramming that I'm having to do of like, oh, right, recruits matter now and schedule matters and all that stuff that I've been telling myself for the last decade doesn't matter at all. Um, So mostly it's, it's a lot of that. But I don't, you know, John Rice Plumley, I see as like the darling of a lot of people's like, oh, he could be the most fun player in college football this year. Hey, every team and needs a social chair. I mm-hmm. watched John Rice Plumley, and I don't think he's that. That's not really possible when Cam Ward is playing quarterback. Cam Ward for Washington State is the most crazy legs, whole hand quarterback alive. He is the one who looks like a film from 1933 when they're like the freewheeling legs of crazy legs. Yeah, that's. Um, like 17 frames a second yeah yeah that's the guy who's like spin out of a tackle spin like he hits the b button three times a play and And doubles back yeah uh and and two of those are actually in the playbook like he's supposed to and the third is improv um you should do this if you're going to be watching gus Malzahn football for a sustained period of time do you have a four-star quarterback that four-star quarterback is going to fail in this system do you have a two-star quarterback or converted player from another position who does not know how to play quarterback this person will be the greatest athlete you have ever seen at the quarterback position for approximately mm, 12 to 24 games that is that's what you want you want we're in good shape with john rice plumley we're in decent shape but he's one of those who's a quarterback who was not good enough at being quarterback to be converted to something else to then come back. Perfect. To quarterback. Perfect. That's what you want. But uh, ideally, can you find someone worse? <laughs> find someone worse. Find someone less Sorry. talented. Preferably take like, can you get a safety? Can you get a converted back, a backup safety? Make them your quarterback. It is going to fly. It'll be astonishing how good it is. Yeah, that's, that's my great concern is... uh the the peaks that happened at Auburn of all right you can only get so far that's that's my concern one day but for now I'm just grateful he's the guy sort of uh, leading us into this like hey we're here to take on the Big Twelve thing mm-hmm. yeah yeah it'll be fine that's it'll be fine uh, Oklahoma UCF is a conference game sure why not <laughs> sure this is uh, this is my second favorite actual conference game in the next two years my first being. USC has to play at Purdue next year. We'll fix it next year when Oklahoma, <laughs> South Carolina is a conference game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Much better. What the fuck are we doing, man? By the way, what like, are we doing? Like, <laughs> can I say can I say something kind about UCF, but it's almost a backhanded kind of compliment? Oh, how our character. That's how it can, works from Florida. Yeah. Congratulations on just putting your face immediately in the tree shredder by joining the Big 12. Because I'm looking at all of these games. I'm like, this is this is bad. It's this not even so- better. It's not even better. That's the worst part. We did all of this shit over the last decade to try to get to the power five. You get to the power five and the power five is worse than the group of five. But you get to the power five and unfortunately it's now the power two. Yeah. I I remember telling people as it was all happening, like, guys, we should just enjoy this space because what's going to happen is it's going to it's going to be an even bigger conglomerate. There's just going to be a couple of conferences. So we're going to work so hard to get there. And then this is what's going to happen. We're going to be excluded anyway. And everyone was like, no, no, just get there. And here we are in the same exact situation. I guess a little more money. And it's fun to brag about in Miami having less money. But outside of that, I mean, 
Yeah, Miami, Miami, Miami does have less money, though. <laughs> Miami is so broke. And I mean, you'll get to make the 37 team playoff and lose to Georgia in the first round. So, like, there's that. I can't wait. Can't wait to get to the playoff to lose. That's all I ever wanted. All I ever yeah, wanted. That's all. That's all we ask. That's all, like, that's all I, we was, ask. I was. I love our official UCF preview show. I <laughs> gave you your own episode. This, this is, is the best. You, they deserve it. They've made the big time space bitches uh i was like looking for an easy game on this schedule like an easy conference game on the schedule um there isn't one they're really they're it like i don't yeah think going it's to, it's bad it's it's not like you're joining the big 10 and you get to play yeah you have to play ohio state but you get to play you know rutgers or whatever right like er, most conferences are composed with peaks and valleys the <laughs> good teams and bad teams the big 12 is just like no nah, it's a lot of really good teams did you like how no Jason great ones probably you had to say but Maryland and then remembered himself? Yeah, it was good. Well, I, I remember they have a quarterback now, so we're gonna hold oh, okay. off. We'll mention Maryland will be in that spot again next year. <laughs> yes, just wait on you can. You, and also they're never, in the ACC. Yeah. You're never I, wrong on Maryland being mediocre. You're just early. <laughs> right. I was saying he was wrong about what conference Maryland is in. Oh yeah. Well, the ACC. Duh. Yeah. I was just sort of imagining ahead to future realignment, I guess. By the time you get mm. to the Big Ten, Maryland might be there. I know how weird it would be. but Like when you put a container of Jello upside down in the fridge and it eventually like, like plops back down. Yep. Yeah. Crab Jello. It's yep. going to be great when Soft you see crab. the future SEC school. Well, you could replace Miami and the ACC when they give up football. There you go. That's a move. <laughs> after uh, after decades ago being asked to by moralists and now giving it up just because it's not fun anymore. <laughs> what if we just gave Miami's facilities to FIU? It's right there. Might be a downgrade. Sure. It's not. The, it, that's tragic, but it's not. Wow. Yeah. What if Remember we combined what? Miami with all the Florida alphabets that aren't in a non-power South power Florida five conference? There we go. Yeah. The South Florida sinking limestones. University of North Florida chiming in. Just to, you want to be part of the merger. That's all. Come on, Eagles. Now. I believe you can give them the University of West Florida as well, which is the University of South Florida. But we don't talk about them. Oh, there it is. There it is. Knew this would happen. Now we're at war with U USF. At least we get to do the horns down thing in the Big Twelve too. Doing this yeah, in Ryan's true. absence feels especially cruel. When there actually is <laughs> Tampa a slander. Oh, Tampa's going to raise up next week. Just you wait. When there actually is a University of West Florida, it's in Pensacola. Wait, really? Yeah, they're, uh, yeah. they were the they were the D two champs uh, a few years ago. I think. Yeah. I did not. I must have known that at some point, but it's gone. Did you see this outrage? By the way, they are a space grant institution. Oh, fuck that. Right. How dare they? <laughs> How dare they? Trying to creep on both Mississippi State and UCF's territory. Oh, don't forget Purdue. They and love Purdue. people about the moon. Yeah, which, to be fair, they could. Is it real? They could do that. That's fine. Space Grant Universities. Let's see here. There's there's a number of them. There's a wow, lot. Of there's those, a lot of them. Actually. Yeah. yeah. Alabama Huntsville, of course. The audac the audacity to creep on UCF's territory. Outrage. Outrage. Um, Brian made me a T-shirt. Uh, not too long after he and his now wife started dating. Uh, for because it was back in the pre home field days, it was very hard to find cute shit to wear to games. And he made me a t shirt with a space shuttle on it and a little coonskin cap. And it says, Tinkett's Tennessee, a drinking school with an astronaut problem. <laughs> it's still one of my most prized possessions to this day. Tennessee, not a space grant? Do I have this right? Mm -mm. Hmm. I, I'm not actually, I don't know if it's just because they, I don't know if it's because of the size of the program, but it's, they have a 
Tennessee's a land grant, but they've got a like huge aeronautical uh, engineering program. I don't know why it didn't fall under space grant. Here we go. Sun grant colleges. You ready for this? This is the big list. Is this Arizona State? No, they are not a sun grant. <laughs> so Tennessee has a. Oh, never mind. I will not get into the Tennessee has a space grant consortium. Is the thing that I forgot about is like, like the state of Tennessee has its own space grant thing. Yeah, well, I think of a bunch of schools within Tennessee. I think Tennessee has something even more prestigious because there's a Sun Grant group: Oklahoma yeah. State, Oregon State, Penn State, South Dakota State, Hawaii, and Tennessee. So there you go. Hey, like, uh, it's because of the Sun Sphere. It's I don't know why I just sent you the PDF for the National Space Grant College of Fellowship Program. <laughs> Thank I you. To, I will. I meant to copy I will paste be sure. something else. I can't wait to peruse. I will be sure to review. <laughs> this is where uh, this is where Gus Melzon's going to find his next lineman, which is space because I can't find any here. Anyway, basically, seventeen <laughs> different universities in Tennessee have a space grant. They're just all lumped together under like one umbrella. This for some reason centered at Vanderbilt. <gasps> Upsetting. Deeply liberate upsetting. space from Nashville must be yeah. done. I need my space. You, Give it back. Why don't you come try that on Earth? Why don't you come try that in a small galaxy? Why don't you come try that in a small planet? Maybe on a big planet like a gassy giant, you might try to find clouds of diamonds. <laughs> Maybe you'd rob a liquor store on Jupiter. You wouldn't <laughs> dare do that on Earth. <laughs> if you Come on. If you went out and you flew all the way out to Jupiter, you came out of hibernation and there's just a fucking liquor store on Jupiter, you're going to try to rob it, right? You're like, there's no space law. There's no law here. Well, yeah, because Nancy Pelosi's in charge of Jupiter. Yeah, that's right. I'm going to go ahead and take it. It's my right. Go ahead and take this this plastic bottle of Glenmore gin from an alien at gunpoint. <laughs> gun <laughs> like yeah are they even gonna process what you're waving at them i assure you it would hurt you whatever you are <laughs> if you have a physical body that can feel things i don't know but i'm taking it whatever it is i'll be damned i got chips at the counter and everything it's a pretty nice liquor store <laughs> cuddy sark is probably the most likely liquor at an alien bar can't get away from it it's no it's 100 there yeah but they got a little bowl of bananas and oranges so you don't get scurvy if you if you looked over and your your teammate on the Jupiter expedition in the midst of this has a gun, like I know the Soviets <laughs> had guns in space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, they're 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 past this, right? They they skip the step of does this make sense anyway? And they're like, when you land, there may be bears. You need guns, large gun. Mm-hmm. Kazakhstan is very dangerous. Um, but if you looked over and your guy had a pistol, oh god. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> you're saying like three like years into the space flight both of you are thinking every single day about how there is one gun right <laughs> it would be hard to get out of your head right you're like god that guy's getting on my nerves there is a pistol on this ship there is a gun there is a gun Everybody neither of you sleep for three years just staring at each other thinking about the gun <laughs> This is this is a psychological. I can see John Glenn and Buzz doing this. This is a psychological metaphor for Kirby Smart and Nick Saban's relationship for ten mm-hmm. years. I see. I, I, I just kind of pictured them frog and toad it. <laughs> you know, like hmm. on a tandem yeah. bicycle. Nick's riding in the basket. Mm-hmm. To space. Yeah. Uh, as, like ET. As ET as ET and LA did. Yeah. Frog and Toad. Shall we watch Frog? Shall we watch more film? Yes, Toad. Let us open the film. Or we could open the little Debbie box, said Frog. (laughs) Splendid idea, said Toad. Oh, God.
There's a terrifying movie to be made about the two of them. Absolutely. I terrifying. said Frog and Toad in it, not Winnie the Pooh in it. I don't know why you're horrified. <laughs> uh, there is one more bit of actual news. Okay, good. I know. <laughs> which is this. Yeah, done. one more bit, which <laughs> Let's is... get right to it. <laughs> I know that you were all dying, wondering if Horns Down was going to be an unsportsmanlike penalty. Oh, no. It will not be an unsportsmanlike penalty. No! <laughs> this is it. This is the beginning. This is the beginning of oh, your... Texas. You thought you was somebody. This is the beginning of your your down classing of the SEC Texas. It starts here. Okay. The menu, you open it up and it's just shit every course. And this, this is the this is the amuse bouche. This is the oh, here. This is the first fuck you. Horns down will not be an unsportsmanlike penalty. Second will be finishing behind Mississippi State. If there's one thing we know, <laughs> it's that the fan bases of the famously not online SEC will let this die down over the next year and it will not be at all an issue. And you know, Texas is a uniter when you think about it. They really are bringing the whole conference together mm-hmm. to wiggle our little to wiggle our little fingies at them. Yeah. This is the this is this is the vulnerable new rich kid moving into a public school for the first time. Yeah. Sorry, you can't try out for varsity lacrosse. You're past the deadline. Yeah. Oh, someone keyed your car. Too bad. No one saw it, even though hundreds of people were around. Yes. This is the first one. It will not be an unsportsmanlike penalty. But don't put horns down in a small town. Don't try it. Don't try to put horns down in a small town. We'll, we'll throw throw a penalty flag at you. We'll involve the authorities to assess you a 15-yard foul in a small town. I need the crews to shuffle in such a way. Oh, how can we get I need the bowls to shake out in such a way that we can get Mac across from a Texas team for a mutual horns downing. We can arrange this. Also, will anybody horns down harder than Lane Kiffin? Nobody. Nobody. Lane will get a neck tattoo of it. <laughs> he'll come up with some fucked up shit. He'll come up with uh, an angle we haven't even considered. Some horns diagonal yeah, he'll shit. Ma- he'll make it a weird sex thing that we no, never... It, yeah. He'll put it through the fly of his pants. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. Uh, I, may, like, I made you look. Oh, no! Oh! My mom says this is called bifurcated and it happens sometimes. <laughs> you, you looked at my, my horns down dick. Now I get to punch your arm. That kind of shit. Yeah. Yeah. Just hold up a play card, one of those big poster boards, and all four quadrants are horns down. That's it. That's the what call. if it's just like two little holes in the play card and everybody gets to stick their fingers through? Peaky, <laughs> <laughs> peaky. Can he line up in a four? Lane Kiffin's horns Ole down Miss. glory hole. Oh, Miss, please don't go around cutting holes in sheets. I did not mean it. If yeah, we, glory hole. That's much better. If we arrange the look, this requires some visual imagination, but if you're beating Texas by like 40 points, Right, and you come out in a formation which is five offensive linemen. Right, uh, this is math. And no, 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 hold on, hold on. You, you're with me here. One, oh, two, yeah. three, yeah. and then you put two. You put too many men in the backfield, so it looks like horns down coming down mm-hmm. on the camera. Like if you spell it out like a marching band, but in the formation, Let's just use the marching band. Yeah, <laughs> just stay in the whole horns down formation the entire <laughs> half Swing show. back, just march slowly, side to swing side. back and forth like a cowbell. <laughs> Uh, it's not that people even hate Texas as much. It's just no. It's fun... just they've made this. Listen, we're not the ones who made this a thing. No, you made this a thing, and now we're going to step on it and say, "Does that hurt?" What about now? <laughs> hey guys, I know I'm new here, but whatever you do, don't make fun of my hand gesture of my choo-choo song. Mm, okay. <laughs> oh, we can't do horns down. Let's talk about your choo-choo song. Let's talk about your little train song. 
Cute. You guys should be nice to me because I'm really rich. We should throw toy trains. <laughs> You're lucky we're not throwing toy trains at you. Jason, this is everything being wrestling, right? This is Texas going to go to. Right. You got to respect me because I'm very rich and successful. <sighs> yeah, Maxwell Jacob Friedman. is That's that's the Texas Longhorns. Texas is going to walk in and be like, I'm so happy to be here in Alabama because you guys, you guys have to appreciate me because I'm the best thing this horrible shit pit has ever seen. Yeah, I take back what I just said. M MJF is actually the champ. MJF is not Texas. <laughs> yeah, MJF has won something. <laughs> Texas can't even like cheat effectively. That's the thing. Maxwell J. Friedman will poke someone in the eye to win a match. Texas would be like, I'll just wait for the ref. I'll just Texas wait will poke guys. itself in the eye to lose the match. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God damn it. At least we get to sing our song. If I wanted to celebrate this much of a mixed record at the Alamo, I'd just go watch Davy Crockett. <laughs> <laughs>